Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 234 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading 2 Corinthians chapter 1 today and our focus is on how God is the God of all comfort. Does God keep the most godly people from suffering? Well, you know the routine. Every day we get into one passage of the Bible, sometimes one chapter, sometimes two chapters. We read through it. We discuss it. We seek to obey it and understand it. Our goal is to encourage you in daily Bible listening, reading, and following. Please do share the show with your friends and neighbors and point them to our website, Bible2021.com. You can subscribe to the show there, and every episode has its own transcript at Bible2021.com. Now, today's passage, 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verses 8 through 10 of our passage, same contains some of my favorite promises and truths in Scripture. Paul says, We don't want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, of our affliction that took place in Asia. We were completely overwhelmed beyond our strength so that we even despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death so that we would not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such a terrible death and he will deliver us. We have put our hope in him that he will deliver us again. And as we discussed just a few days ago, this passage shows us that God will indeed give us more than we can take, more than we can handle, more than we can bear, but it also shows us that God will rescue and deliver us when we are overwhelmed. God gives us more than we can take for the same reason that he did that to Paul, so that we will trust less and less in ourselves and more and more in him. Now, a truth like that might not make a lot of sense to the young or the strong or the supremely resourceful, nor to those who've never faced a situation in life that was enormously bigger than their ability to solve that problem. But the older you get, the more you realize that we do not usually have enough strength, wits, assets, or ideas to solve the greatest difficulties of life. So it's good that we would trust in God more than ourselves because God can solve every difficulty and trouble. Well, what about when we are going through those overwhelming times? Must we wait miserably until God rescues us? What if we are going through unimaginable trials that don't have a solution, like the death of a loved one, a sickness without a cure, or other difficulties that likely won't be solved on this side of eternity? Must we simply wait patiently and with a broken heart until Jesus returns and wipes away every tear? Well, the truth of our chapter today is that we must not wait on God without comfort because he is our comfort. Indeed, Paul tells us that God is the God of all comfort, and he knows this because he's been through trial after bone-crushing trial, and he has found God to be faithful and comforting through all of those trials. Now, did you catch that? The Apostle Paul went through trial after terrible trial from pretty much the beginning of his ministry till his death. And some of us think that the more godly we become, the more God will protect us from trials and troubles. Is such a thought true? Absolutely not, says Pastor Tony Evans, who notes, In Paul, 
We are talking about the most spiritual Christian that's ever lived. We're talking about somebody who loved the Lord. We're not talking about some pagan or some carnal Christian. We're talking about one of the most spiritual people ever. And he says, I know affliction. So don't think because you know Jesus, you will escape affliction. Don't be misled that you somehow go to church, give your money or whatever, and you somehow can avoid affliction. It comes with being an occupant on this earth. Paul, the most spiritual Christian ever, says that life has its troubles. Now, let me say this before I go on, says Pastor Tony Evans. I don't want you to be totally depressed today. If you're not currently in affliction, enjoy every moment of it because you don't know how long that's going to last. You don't know how long your affliction is going to last either, and you don't know how long your non-affliction is going to last. So maximize the moments because there will come a time when you need comfort. Paul says in verse 3, Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. That's called the doxology. It's a praise blessed. That means to speak well of. He says, I'm going to praise God because even though I have afflictions, I also have the God of all comfort. In other words, Paul wants us to know that while affliction and troubles are unavoidable in life, there is no affliction for which God cannot and will not supply adequate comfort. And I like the word all comfort, not some comfort. He gives comfort commensurate to the need that the affliction is caused, and there's no affliction that anyone this morning is going through as they listen, for which the God of all comfort won't cover. He is the God of all comfort that covers all affliction. Sometime go and read Isaiah 43 verses 2 and following where God says, I will be with you. When you go through the fire, I will be with you. When you go through the waters, I'll be with you. When you go through the troubles of life, he says over and over again in that passage, I will be with you. He didn't say you won't go through it. He said, I'm going to be with you. Wise words from Pastor Tony Evans. Let's read our passage. 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 1 in the Christian Standard Bible. Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will, and Timothy, our brother to the church of God at Corinth, with all the saints who are throughout Achaia. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of mercies and the God of all comfort. He comforts us in all our afflictions so that we may be able to comfort those who are in any kind of affliction through the comfort we ourselves receive from God. For just as the sufferings of Christ overflow to us, so also through Christ our comfort overflows. If we are afflicted, it is for your comfort and salvation. If we are comforted, it is for your comfort, which produces in you patient endurance of the same sufferings that we suffer. And our hope for you is firm, because we know that as you share in the suffering, so you also will share in the comfort. We don't want you to be unaware, brothers and sisters, of our affliction that took place in Asia. We were completely overwhelmed beyond our strength so that we even despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death so that we would not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. He has delivered us from such a terrible death and he will deliver us. We've put our hope in him that he will deliver us again. While you join in helping us by your prayers, then many will give thanks on our behalf for the gift that came to us through the prayers of many. Indeed, this is our boast. The testimony of our conscience is that we have conducted ourselves in the world and especially towards you with godly sincerity and purity, not by human wisdom, but by God's grace. 
for we are writing nothing to you other than what you can read and also understand. I hope you will understand completely, just as you have partially understood us, that we are your reason for pride, just as you also are ours in the day of our Lord Jesus. Because of this confidence, I planned to come visit you at first so that we can have a second benefit and to visit you on my way to Macedonia, and then come to you again from Macedonia and be helped by you on my journey to Judea. Now, when I planned this, was I of two minds, or what I planned, do I plan in a purely human way, so that I say yes, yes, and no, no, at the same time? As God is faithful, our message to you is not yes and no. For the Son of God, Jesus Christ, whom we proclaimed among you, Silvanus, Timothy, and I, did not become yes and no. On the contrary, in him it is always yes. For every one of God's promises is yes in him. Therefore, through him we also say amen to the glory of God. Now it is God who strengthens us together with you in Christ and who has anointed us. He also has put his seal on us and given us the spirit in our hearts as a down payment. I call on God as a witness on my life that it was to spare you that I did not come to Corinth. I do not mean that we lord it over your faith, but we are workers with you for your joy because you stand firm in your faith. Amen. Well, let's close today with our memory passage for the month of August. It's 1 Corinthians 13, 4 through 6, which says, Love is patient, love is kind. Love does not envy, is not boastful, is not arrogant, is not rude, is not self-seeking, is not irritable, and does not keep a record of wrongs. Love finds no joy in unrighteousness, but rejoices in the truth. It bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Well, friends, may you and I walk in that kind of love. Good day to you, and Godspeed.